Hello and welcome to Transmissions from Tatooine, episode 42, the show that covers all the Star Wars films, TV shows, books, comics and more, in no apparent order. I'm your host, Ollie, here with our other fantastic host, Jayanth. Hey everyone. And today we're going to be talking about The Bad Batch, episode 3, Replacements. This is Transmissions from Tatooine. Coming to your data pairs from, well, not Tatooine actually, uh. So yeah, as we said in the top, today we're going to be talking about the Bad Batch Episode 3 replacements. And uh, before we start, what did you think of the episode? Yeah, um, the episode was fine. Um, I'm, it wasn't as good as the other episodes, but uh, yeah, it was okay. Um, for me, the thing was, uh, should I just go to the s- stuff that happens in the episode now? Or? Uh, just talk, really. Yeah, uh, so more about uh, for, why you didn't like it, or, or rather than yeah. just, you know, yeah, it's okay. For me, the thing was, um, they revi- they revisited the Saul Guerrero thing, the place, and mm-hmm. it was, and, and that was sort of a bit boring, not gonna lie, but it was still a great scene, um, but the entire episode, I can see it's based around, um, you know, replacement, uh, it's about how uh, Omega proves their worth, kind of, because, uh-huh. and, um, uh, Crosshair, um, being the big bad villain of the show, that kind of vibe, I'm getting those vibes from him, and yeah, that's pretty much what I think about the show. Right, so overall, you kind of thought it was fine but it was a bit pointless really is that what you're saying um i mean it does have a point because it's showing omega's potential and crosshair's new sort of mindset and everything but um it was just a bit repetitive you know right so you didn't find it as fun as the first two yeah but it's still a good episode right that's that's funny um I'm going to have to disagree with you. Um, I um, really enjoyed the episode, and especially the bit with um, Saw Gerrera and Saw Gerrera's camp. I thought that was um, super interesting. I um, thought uh, the way that they sort of showed how Cross has, I guess, kind of totally under the control of the inhibitor chip to the point where regular stormtroopers who we've seen in the other movies as being these sort of totally obedient um, kind of mindless servants to the Empire, um, cannon fodder basically, um, to the point where stormtroopers are saying, no, this isn't right, excuse me, but Crosshair's still going for it and I thought it was uh, some kind of really, uh, I guess, a really interesting character episode. Um, Yeah, uh, I thought the actual 
the plot with the Bad Batch, um, that I kind of, you know, the part being stolen by the monster uh, and then them having to go after it, that it was an okay storyline, but uh, I wasn't so into that. But I thought especially the stuff with Crosshair in this episode, I really enjoyed and thought was uh, really kind of interesting to sort of get us to grips with where Crosshair is. So, you know, that's fine. All entitled to our own opinions. But uh, yeah. So um, should we go on to some points? Oh, now I'm throwing stuff on the floor. Uh, (laughs) So yeah the um should we just kind of go through it and i've got a couple of points that i um want to sort of bring up yeah uh, and so uh the first thing i wanted to talk about is sort of it's not really a specific point in the episode um it's the inhibitor chips uh and they're kind of touched upon in lots of different places in the episode, largely with regard to it not being uh, Crosshair's fault. So the first place you kind of have that is in the uh, beginning of the episode where um, they've crash landed on this sort of, is it a moon or a planet or? I think it's a moon. Yeah. I think so. Uh, Leave us a comment if uh, you know what it is, but we'll go with Moon until then because we're not quite sure. Um, And so after they've crashed and uh, Tech is talking about how one of their, I think they're called capacitors, has been damaged uh, and they need to replace it. And basically Omega... um, pulls out this sort of box and says, is this it? Um, And it's actually Crosshair's weapon kit. um, And the rest of the Bad Batch is sort of kind of, you know, missing him, I guess. And yeah, Wrecker literally goes out and says, okay, I'll say it. I kind of miss him in his very... Uh, you know, gruff wreck of voice, which I just did a terrible impression of. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then Omega says something about it not being his fault because of the inhibitor chip. And that's sort of the first point where you really see it. And I feel like the inhibitor chips are going to be very important throughout this kind of series, really, aren't they? Um, because I don't know if you noticed, but Wrecker, um, he keeps complaining about his head hurting, and I don't think it's actually in the crash. I think um, that his inhibitor chip's doing something. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think that we're going to discover that in a few episodes, and maybe the inhibitor chips are sort of going to slowly take effect with the Bad Batch and uh, as much as I hate to say it, I think there's a chance that Wrecker might go bad uh, per se. Um, and yeah, if he goes bad, uh, Wrecker is a very 
powerful clone yeah. would be. Yes, he would. It would be kind of like unleashing the Hulk on the Bad Batch, really, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, sort of. But that just, would also be a bit, you know, like, he is a really nice character. Yeah, I've got to be honest, I feel like Wrecker's probably my least favourite of all of Bad Batch. <laughs> I but mean, he's he's a nice, wholesome addition, you know? <laughs> yeah, I sort of, I get what you mean, but um, of all the characters on the squad, I kind of find him the least interesting. He's sort of just this, you know, slightly childish, um, sort of big muscle, sort of the muscle of the team, really, isn't he? Um, yeah. And yeah, you know, I've got nothing against Wrecker. It's just I feel like he's sort of the simplest character when you compare um, him to someone like Echo. Who um, have you seen the Badge Batch arc of the Clone Wars? Uh, no. Uh, I assume he is, um, you know, a bit more. A, a bit more developed character because yeah so um uh so i'm trying to think of the so basically echo was originally a, a reg as the bad batch like to call him he was just a normal clone uh he was actually good friends with captain rex um who if you don't know i'm rather concerned <laughs> But uh, he um, gets every. Basically, he goes into a battle and everyone thinks he's been killed. Um, but he's actually taken by the separatists and sort of used to hack, um, like Republic military, like military tactics and uh, battle tactics um, and that sort of thing, and. Um, then the Bad Batch work this out uh, along with Captain Rex and Rex and Anakin and the Bad Batch go in, excuse me, and save uh, Echo. And at the end of this arc, um, Echo joins the Bad Batch, but basically he was sort of really, I, I guess, uh, shit. Like, he had to go through a lot with almost dying, being put together by the Separatists and being used almost like a part in the machine. Um, and he is, he's got kind of that low-bot headset thing, really, hasn't he? Um, so he, yeah. he is basically used as a part in the machine. And, uh, yeah, so... yeah. I've got nothing against Wrecker, it's just I feel like he's the least developed character, although there, I think there is, you know, uh, if they gave us a really good backstory to Wrecker, um, uh, my opinion on him could change, however, yeah, uh, and that is a great way to spend 10 minutes rambling about Wrecker. <laughs> um, yeah, um, Right. 
And so the next thing I wanted to talk about um, was um, back sort of with the imperial story, you've got um, these uh, sort of regular humans uh, taking over from the clones and becoming stormtroopers. And you see this uh, kind of elite squad that um, Crosshair is going to lead and they're just humans. Um, well, you know, the clones are humans as well. You know, they're they're regular, ordinary people, not clones. Um, it's yeah, they're uh, yeah. My train of thought there, um, and so you've got uh, I think his name is Rampart. Um, I'm not 100% sure. You saw him in the chain code advert of Cut in Cut and Run, the episode two. Uh, yeah. Like the hologram. Um, and he's kind of the mastermind behind this plan for using uh, sort of conscripted soldiers um, rather than clones. And uh, he says something uh, kind of interesting where he talks about um, the thing that he sees value in is the loyalty um, that you get from soldiers who are willingly joined rather than clones who don't have a choice um, and pretty much have to do it. Um, and yeah. Um, what do you, and obviously the Kaminoans aren't very happy about um, base, basically them losing what I only assume must be a billion credit deal or something. Um, they're losing a lot of money because of this um, and uh, they're trying to convince them that um, think they say something about um conscripted soldiers won't ever reach the proficiency like the military skill of clones who have been trained from birth um which <laughs> you know based on our experience with stormtroopers in the original trilogy possibly accurate <laughs> um yeah <laughs> um yeah uh, I do always find that such kind of a, a funny debate, really. Um, sort of, are stormtroopers just really, really dumb? And uh, especially when you have, um, you know, Obi-Wan um, in A New Hope going, these blast points, uh, too precise for sand troopers, uh, 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 these blast something along the lines of these blast points too precise for stormtroopers uh, too accurate for the sand people only imperial stormtroopers are so precise i believe it's what he says um and uh yeah maybe, <laughs> maybe it's just the plot armor you know it's maybe yeah. you gotta give them that as well yes and i do think basically the stormtroopers are always going to lose when they need to lose and are always going to win when they need to win 
depending on how it best serves the story. Um, and so, you know, Han Solo doesn't get shot by all the stormtroopers in Docking Bay 94, who should easily be able to get him, um, because <laughs> if Han Solo dies, Luke gets arrested, the droids are found, uh, and the entire galaxy is subject to uh, an eternity of imperial rule, which doesn't make for the most cheery story you've ever heard, does it? <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, you know, they're always going to lose because they're the bad guys and it's essentially a fairy tale in space. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, it's... No. It's still funny to laugh about, and I feel like they kind of make fun of that a bit here. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then another thing I was uh, wondering about with these this kind of elite squad of stormtroopers who were taking over is, um, so you know how they're wearing um, kind of black armour, Yeah. Uh, it's, it kind of feels really awkward when you have that time delay, doesn't doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, but uh, you've got the uh, troopers are all in black armor, so I'm wondering, are these uh, some sort of very early death troopers, possibly? Um, yeah, they could be. Death. They're this black armored squad of elite uh, elite troopers, um, and that is pretty much what the Death Troopers are in Rogue One. Um, and uh, I kind of wonder if we're going to see more of that as the story progresses, because we've still got another. Ooh, I think it's a 16-episode season, isn't it? So yeah. you've got 13 episodes to go. It sounds like they could be uh, early death troopers, and I'm wondering if we're going to see any more of that, because they mentioned the project, didn't they? Project War Mantle. I'm wondering, is that just about the stormtroopers in general? Because, um, or is it going to be like specialized troopers because at this time this is what maybe a week after order 66 a couple of weeks maybe a month at the most um but i i feel like it might only have been a week or so um yeah at yeah this point, it's not like the stormtroopers all just suddenly disappeared like in the vader comics it takes like years um for the stormtroopers to be phased out you have um you know on uh the 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 one where darth vader invades um the mon calamari homeworld uh it's, it's just mon Cal, isn't it um yeah i think I think the Mon Calamari. Mon Cala. Yeah. 
Right? Yeah, I think. Yeah. You know, the Mon Calamari planet. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. It's driving me bonkers now. <laughs> um, but yes, Vader, Vader invades <laughs> um, the Mon Calamari home planet. And um, in that, all the clone troopers, uh, all the stormtroopers are still clone troopers. And that's like a year or two after Order 66. So it's still a long way from stormtroopers making up the majority of uh, the Imperial Army. And yeah, what? What do you think? Is that um Yeah, um I think that's I mean I don't have much to say about that, but <laughs> Yeah I really don't know to be honest. It's just kinda my theorizing that I thought of whilst I was watching the show, but yeah. Uh, and then uh, another thing that I wanted to talk about, uh, which is about um, the battle with uh, Sorgarera's partisans that, uh, um, and it's just kind of how, you know, at the end of that, where Crosshair's ordering all of the partisans to be uh, executed and you just see kind of how ruthless he is um, yeah. and it kind of goes back to what we were saying with the inhibitor chips doesn't it um yeah how, yeah he's sort of really well under the control of the the chip and it i kind of feel like order 66 is as tragic for the clones if not more as it is for the jedi um because um the jedi obviously died and it's all very sad and for the most part we've seen order 66 from their perspective but as we've seen order 66 from the perspective of the clones um first with i would say clone wars and then uh later with the Bad Batch, we've sort of seen that from their perspective, it's almost as terrible because they they don't want to do this. They've lost control of their minds. They've lost their free will. Um, and uh, yeah, you sort of uh, see how I think it really does show how evil the Emperor is, isn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, not that we were ever in any doubt, um, but just in case you're wondering, yeah, the Emperor is not the nicest of people. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and uh yes and i did have something to say that i have now completely forgotten uh and uh yeah do you think that um crosshair is going to come back to like are they going to deactivate his inhibitor chip 
and he'll join the team again? Or do you think he is uh, sort of just going to stay under its control? Well, from now, after seeing this, it's... I think after seeing this episode, I think that um, Crosshair would have some sorts of return, you know, but I'm not sure if it will be this season. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm not sure because we haven't had a confirmation for season two or anything. But oh, okay. uh, the writers. I was have just assuming said- that. Yeah, the writers have said that um, there is kind of a finite number of episodes planned, but that doesn't mean that uh, they haven't planned four seasons of The Bad Batch and then they're going to end it at season four. You know what I mean? Um, So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It, It could be. I'm not not really sure but if they are if we are only getting these 16 episodes uh then i i feel like he will he is especially since you know how you had um the bit where um omega's uh says to hunter will uh we'll rescue him we'll find a way to get him back something along those lines um and uh that sort of is very much setting up the idea that the bad batch are going to try and get crosshair back um and i think they're definitely going to try and i'm leaning towards the idea that that will be the kind of climax of the season we'll see that in maybe episode 15 or 14 starting and then that will be sort of an arc for the majority of the series, uh, for the majority, that will be sort of what happens for kind of those final episodes, maybe that's two, three, maybe even four episodes will be them trying to get Crosshair back. And I think they probably are going to rescue him. However, I think it would be very cool if they didn't, if they um sort of failed and i think that would kind of emphasize sort of the tragedy of the clones um if crosshair ends up dying at the end of the um series which uh yeah that's yeah but um didn't the camino not to wish crosshair dead but uh yeah you know, I think it would be a cool ending to the show. Yeah, but didn't the Camino people say um, they were making this uh, superior clone or something? So yeah, they did. From like from what I think is going to happen, it looks like Crosshair would get rescued, but will probably get replaced, maybe. I don't know, yeah, because they were talking at the end of the episode, weren't they, about how um, uh, how uh, the genetic material from Django Fett was deteriorating, which 
we already knew um and uh that um her, her name's nala say isn't it the uh kimino and like doctor lady who um omega was the assistant for um yeah and uh she she needed um a clone to return to get the genetic material from excuse me and yeah i'm assuming that's one of the bad batch because if they just need a regular clone they were literally looking down on hundreds of regular clones eating so i'm assuming the kiminoans need one of the bad batch whether it could be any member of the bad batch or whether it's just um or whether it's you know a special one whether it's they need omega or i feel like if it is a special one omega is the most likely one for them to have to get um and yeah i uh, that's sort of where my mind is going is that the Kaminoans need one of the Bad Batch uh, for their experiments and what do you think of there are people talking about how um, the Kaminoans might be trying to what's the word uh, like create false sensitive clones and the Omega might be a false sensitive clone what do you think of that do you think that's a possibility or not uh i don't I, i'm not sure i'm not sure about that one it's a 50 50 but previously i thought that she wouldn't be but it could still be possible yeah i'm not really sure at the moment i'm kind of doubting it but i could be totally wrong about that um the one thing i know is that um dave filoni is going to misdirect us and having have us going off on completely the wrong track and then he's going to pull <laughs> something even cooler out of his cowboy hat isn't he <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yes um i uh, i don't know uh all speculation and it's probably all completely wrong uh yeah so do you have anything else you want to talk about no not really no, I don't either, so shall we wrap up here then? Yeah. For like a really quick half an hour. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Please be sure to follow and subscribe to the show um, and be sure to tune in next week where we're going to be talking about episode four of The Bad Batch. Um, and if you'd like to leave us a five-star rating or review, we'd really appreciate that because it, in some mysterious, unknown way, helps the show. Um, and, yeah, until next time, we have spoken. <laughs>